Old Testament. The Old Testament is not just the law, as some of you might think. The same way when the Bible refers to flesh, flesh, according to the discussion in that place and for the people, flesh, many places in the Bible, is not talking about this man. Flesh, mostly in scripture, talks about the old man. What is the old man? The old man. The Adamic nature, not the new man Christ. The characteristics of the old man are what you call the works of the flesh anger, hatred, and all of that. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Now, the Old Testament, the meaning of testament means testimony. Testimony means will. Will and also means thought. You know will because you write will something to somebody. That's the meaning of testament. When you say old testament, it means old testimony. Something that is old. Why is it old? Because there is a new one. And that old one is obsolete. It's not useful again. Are you following me? Now I said the old testament, it is not just the law. The Old Testament is the compendium of the law, the prophets, and the Psalms. Did you get that? The Old Testament is a compendium put together of the law, the prophets, Hallelujah. Now, it's so important that you understand this because it will help you to live your Christian life. You must understand that the Spirit of God does not bear witness of the Old Testament again. The Spirit of the Lord bears witness of the New Testament. That is why in the book of Psalm 23, he said, Surely his goodness shall follow me all the days of my life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. If you are saying it now, the Holy Ghost will not bear witness of that word. Why? That word was the old. Praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. Are you following? That is the old. There is already a new one. so many Christians that say that they are living according to God's word. Many of them are not living according to God's word. Because there is God's word for Christians. Somebody say, I have covenant with God. In the New Testament, we don't have covenant with God. We are a product of covenant. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. But if that your mentality the Spirit of God is the Father, the, is the best dad ever. He will deal with you, deal with you according to your knowledge until you come to the knowledge of the truth. And if dealing with you in that level, it's not that he's going to leave you. He's going to make sure that you come to the knowledge of the truth. As the book of Second Peter chapter 3 told us that, God does not want anybody to perish, but he wants them to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Not just that he wants them to be saved. So getting somebody born again is not the all. He wants them to come to the knowledge of the truth. This is why we bring them to church to be trained. Because if they don't come to the knowledge of the truth, they can still act the way they were. And that their action can still take them back. So it will be written that the dog has gone back to his vomit. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I did not come to destroy the law. 
God created. Matthew chapter 5, verse 17. Matthew 5, 17. Please turn there. Are you there? Yes, sir. Please read the King James Version. Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy but to fulfill. Think not that I come to destroy the law and the prophets. I am not come to destroy the law and even the prophets, but to fulfill it, to complete it, you know, to finish it. Everything it talks about. If actually he came to fulfill the law and the prophets, it means that the prophet has been fulfilled. Two. Let me give you an example of the prophets. Reverend read this, Isaiah chapter 60. If you read the last verse, it says, A little more will become a thousand, a thousand, like that. The Bible said, Those things are given in Christ. But that is the old, because the old, as I said, is a companion of the Lord, the Psalm, Psalmist, and the prophet. Let's go to Luke chapter 24, verse 44. Luke 24, 44. Today we're going to read the book. So I call that translation. Please read. And he said unto them, These are the words which I speak unto you, while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses, and in the prophets, and in the Psalms concerning me. All things must be fulfilled. Did you see that in your scripture? So Jesus fulfilled it. Are you following at all? Yes, sir. Mr. Ingram, are you following? He said he came to fulfill the law and also what? The prophets and the Psalms. And he said he has done it. If Jesus has done it, why then try to live inside him? And today I want to show you the prophets. You already know the Lord, right? You know the, the Lord. The Bible said, uh, the Lord came by Moses. Thou shalt not, thou shalt not. The Lord, the sacrificial Lord, I told you that the Lord is divided into three. Do you remember them? I said one is the sacrificial, right? Yes, sir. Another one is what? Ceremonial. Ceremonial. Then the other one? No. The moral law. All the law that was given in the Old Testament to the children of Israel, they were divided into three. We have the moral law, the sacrificial, and the sacrificial. All of them are there in the book of Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and also in Deuteronomy. Some people believe that Jesus fulfilled just the sacrificial law. No, he fulfilled all the law, he completed all of them. Hallelujah. Even the prophets have been fulfilled. Because all the prophets spoke about Jesus. Do you remember that scripture? When Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11. Go there, please. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11. Please read. Now all these things happened unto them for examples, and they were written for our admonition upon the ends of the world are come. Hallelujah. Yes. And what he's telling you again is that all those things that happened in the Old Testament, so they were written, they were upwarding to us. Are you following? And that's translation will tell you that. The reason why they were written, they were not written for us to live like that. This is what some people do. The old, the old testament you are seeing in your Bible, either your soft copy of electronic Bible or your hard copy Bible, they are not written for you to live the way they lived. 
Are you getting me? One, they are reading for your knowledge, for you to have knowledge. For instance, when we say that Christ has abolished the law, if there was nothing written there about law, you will not be able to know the law that was abolished. And so you can receive all kinds of stuff in your head. So it's written there. For your knowing, not for you to live the way they live. Because the guy that is born again, there is a way given to him to live. There is a life of the Christian. There is a way the life of the Christian is supposed to go. If you don't know, you will not be able to live it that way. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Sure. Yeah. I'm not sure what is called a script. I don't know if you have watched any movie at all. If you watch any movie when you were growing up, only a few persons. Okay, only two of you have watched the movie. Okay. The movie you watch, the movie is the reality of a script. Did you get that? Yes, sir. A movie you watch is the reality of a script that is written. Now you watch some certain films that this actor or this actress slapped the other one and the other one did not respond. Then you watch it, the movie said, slap her back! <laughs> slap her back! But the guy refused to slap back. Why? If you want to know why the guy refused to slap back, go back and read the script. The script did not state that when she or he slapped you, slap back. Maybe as it is written there, apologize. So the guy does exactly what is written there. Hallelujah. This is it. The Old Testament was written pointing to the new. The Old Testament is not really the focus of God. Are you following? Are you sure? Write it back. Okay, the Old Testament is not the original idea of God. The original idea of God is the New Testament. Now, a bit to get to the New Testament, there must be the old. Like the script now, there must just be. Now, the New Testament is the real thing that God wanted. Hallelujah. So he said, all the laws, the prophets, the psalmists, all have been fulfilled. And some of you wonder, why is it that some books were extracted from the Bible? Because the Bible has a focus. Hallelujah. Do you know that it wasn't only Isaac that Abraham gave birth to? Do you know it wasn't only Isaac and Ishmael? I, Abraham has children. When you say children? They have concubines. We read that very, very few. But for as much as God is concerned, only Isaac is recognized because Isaac was a promised child. That is why Abraham has to send those other ones away with a gift. But so why didn't God just eradicate them? No. Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, he said you should multiply. But for as much God is concerned, it was only Isaac that is recognized by God. Because Isaac is the one he has chosen. Did you get this? Not that Abraham did not give birth to other children. He gave birth to other children. Go to chapter 25 of the book of Genesis. Read verse 1. We start reading from verse 1. Then again, Abraham took a wife, and her name was Keturah. Okay. And she bare him Zeman, and Jokshan, and Milan, and Midian, and Ishbak, and Shua, and Jokshan, begat Sheba, and Milan. And the sons of Midian were Ashim, and Deshim, and Yomi, and the sons of Midian, Ephar, and Ephar, and Hanok, and Abida, and Eldar. All these were the children of Keturah. And Abraham gave all that he had unto Isaac. Did you see that? 
He didn't give all that he had unto death, but unto Isaac. Keep on reading. But unto the sons of the concubines which Abraham had, Abraham gave gifts and sent them away from Isaac his son. Did you see that? Did you remember the story of Ishmael too? Yes. Same thing. Abraham, Abraham gave gifts to and he let them go. But he said the angel appeared now and blessed Ishmael because God already said multiply. Even though Abraham is a kind of blessing, he was the one that gave birth to Ishmael. To God, Isaac is the focus, not on this one. That is when, when Abraham was talking to the Lord. He said, let Ishmael live before you. God came to tell Abraham, he said, you're going to have a son. Abraham, first of all, laughed. He said, let Ishmael live before you. He said, no. He said, Ishmael will be great. He said, but you're going to have a son. Sarah will give it. It must be from Sarah. And that son to be called Isaac. Did you? Wait, wait. <laughs> you just read it that Abraham has different children. Did you see it in your Bible? Okay. I want to read testimony to you. Chapter 20, verse 1. Same book. And Abraham journeyed from thence towards the south country, and dwelt in Kadesh and Shaw, and sojourned in Gera. And Abraham said to Sarah, his wife. Okay, that is chapter 20. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Read 22, chapter 22, verse 1. When it came to pass, after these things, that God did test Abraham. Okay. Now, the word term there is test. Yes, test. Yes, test. Yes, test is your translation, right? Okay. Abraham said, Here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thy only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into Now, the question is, I think it's not even the only son. Take that thy son, their only son, Isaac, whom thou what? And then no other son. Was Ishmael not there? Of course, you just read it just and there were other sons. But to God, those guys were recognized. He didn't recognize them. He recognized just Isaac. Because Isaac is, is the one he has chosen. That is why the Bible told us in the book of Romans chapter 9, it says it's not of him that will let It depends on the one God has chosen. There were other sons like Solomon. God chose Solomon. Go to Romans chapter 9, read verse 6 and 7. They are not all Israel which are Israel. God is telling you that all of them that are Israel, they are not all Israel. So there are Israel that God chose to be Israel. There are some that are part of them that God did not even recognize as Israel. Okay. It's clearer to you now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's leave it there for now. Praise the Lord. Now look at me. It's clear to you now. We will take over to that scripture for that part of the message. It's clearer, right? It's about the word that God has chosen. But the Bible says Jesus has fulfilled all. All that was written for the sign of God. So now you know the law. You know all the laws. The law are not to have ten commandments. There are more. But if you read the scriptures, Exodus, Numbers, Leviticus, Jeremiah, you see them there. Now, when you talk about the prophet and the fulfilled, Probably if I ask some of you to name the prophet now, you will only name Jeremiah, Isaiah, Daniel, Ezekiel, Hosea, Zechariah, Amos, Zephaniah, and the rest of them. There are some you won't name because you don't even know their prophets. I want to show you one prophet. When the Bible says that we are to be born, Jesus is it. 
show you one of the prophets. We go to chapter 20, book of Genesis. Read verse 7. Now that is the testimony of God concerning somebody. If you read it, you might know it. Go ahead and read. Now therefore I saw the man who strived for me the prophet, who shall pray for thee, and thou shalt be lamb, and thou shalt suffer. Who is he talking about there? Abraham, read verse 1. And Abraham, and Abraham journeyed from thence towards the south. That was Abraham who was talking about when Abraham went to meet the king, the king of Gera. And the, the, the man saw, saw the wife of Abraham that was very beautiful. She was really, really beautiful. Fair to look upon. When you see that word, the king is fair to look upon. Or very fair to look upon. It means they are beautiful. You know, they commanded the lady before the king. Abraham already said to her, he said, the favor you do to me, anywhere will go to Say you are my sister. Of course, he was not lying. It was in that chapter Abraham unveiled his mature sister. Brother, sister, brother. And now, when the lady was commanded to the king, Abimelech, Abimelech did not go in unto her at once. In the night, God came. That was God talking. He said he's a prophet. He calls Abraham who? Abraham is a prophet. You know you read in the Bible that Abraham is a friend of God, he's a patriarch of faith. Abraham is a prophet. And so you don't just have Jeremiah, all of that. No, Abraham is also a prophet. Now, Abraham lives before Jeremiah and the rest of them. Abraham was the first prophet that God told about Jesus. Abraham spoke about Jesus. And in that Luke 22, verse 44, you read, he said, All that is written concerning me in the law of Moses, in the prophets, not about the prophets, in the prophets. And Abraham is one of them. In Genesis chapter 13, from verse 14, go there. Genesis chapter 13, from verse 14. And the Lord said unto Abraham, okay. after that Lord was separated from him, lift up down thy eyes and look from the place where thou art northward and southward and eastward and westward. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it unto thy seed forever. Now, thank you. He said he will give Abraham the land he sees to him and to his seed. When God spoke, God spoke prophetically. And also there was a manifestation physically. The physical one, we talk about Isaac. But prophetically, he was talking about Jesus. I'll show you the scripture said it was Jesus was talking about. This was what was told to Abraham. God said to Abraham one time, He said, In that city shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Go to chapter 26, read from this one. God talking to Isaac. On the land, besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham, and Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerar. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt, dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. So join in this land, and I will be with you, and I will bless thee, for unto thee and unto thy seed I will give all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham thy father. Hallelujah. Now the one I want you to see there is seed. Why? God told Abraham seed. Now, they give it back to Isaac. God says seed again. If God was referring to Isaac, God would have been telling Isaac seed again. Because then Isaac has already come. So the seed God was talking about was different. It wasn't Isaac. But physically, you say it's Isaac. Because Isaac you know, manifested the blessing of Abraham. Hallelujah. Chapter 28, verse 13. Same book. That has to be Jacob now. That later became Israel. <laughs> And behold, the Lord, and behold, the Lord stood above it and said, 
I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father, and the God of Isaac, the land where I will give it unto thy seed. Okay, keep on reading. Thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south. And indeed, and thy seed shall all come into the earth. Hallelujah. It's all seed again, King. Now, this is the third generation. God is talking about seed, seed. He said, in thee and in their seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. It means it is true that seed. It is only by that seed and through that seed that the whole earth will be blessed. This, remember I said Abraham is a prophet. This is the word that came to Abraham as a prophet. Where was it fulfilled? Now let's see who the seed is. Galatians chapter 3, verse 16. Oh, read from verse 15. Read from verse 15. Brethren, I speak after the manner of men, though it be for the man's covenant. Yet yes, if it be confirmed, no man disannulled or added thereto. Okay. Now, to Abraham and seed were the promises made. Get it again. To Abraham and his seed were the promises what? Made. Keep on reading. Not unto seeds as of many, but as of one unto thy seed, which is Christ. I don't know if you are following at all. Who is the seed now? Christ. In who shall the families of the earth be blessed? Christ. Christ. In Christ. Hallelujah. So when Christ came, when he said, when he died and resurrected, said, I fulfilled the law and the prophet and the psalm. Including Abraham as a prophet was fulfilled. That is why when Jesus came, Jesus did not say, I am the seed of Abraham. Have you ever read it in your Bible? Mm-hmm. The Jews were bragging. They, they were children of Abraham. They were not born of fornication. They were bragging. Do you really want my explaining this seed to you? Because when, when I say, or when I hear you say, I'm the seed of Abraham, understand, you are not saying you are the seed of Abraham like someone that came from the lineage of Abraham. Are you getting me? When you say you are the seed of Abraham, you are saying you are Jesus. Get it clear? You mean you are saying that I am Jesus. When you tell a lot of people that you are Jesus, they say, no, I'm not Jesus, but they say they are seed of Abraham. <laughs> I will show you that very soon. It means you are saying you are Jesus. And it's not wrong, of course, because you are Him. When God was saying, In thy sin shall all the families of the earth be blessed, there is no human that has that capacity. It has to be in God. So God knows what He was talking about. That is why He also came in the likeness of a man. And you just saw it there, then you see this Christ. Hallelujah. Oh God. So Abraham is functioning in the Old Testament. We say, God, you know, God did with Abraham by faith. Is there anybody that God did not deal with faith? Everybody. You think there is no one of them that God did with faith? Even Samuel, Prophet Samuel, all of him. God is dealing with us now. You, you understand the subject of faith very soon. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. In that seed. And that seed is who? Christ. So I said the Jews were bragging. John chapter 8, verse 32. John 8, verse 2. Read. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make him free. Now, let's listen to what the Jews say. They answered him, reading Abraham's seed. And we are never bondage to any man. I like that. They defended themselves instantly. We are Abraham's seed. We are never in bondage. They mean we are the strength of Abraham. Go to verse 38. Or read, read from 38. I speak I that which I have seen with my father. Which you have seen with your father. Ah! 
Jesus Christ, they said they are, Abraham is their father. Jesus Christ said, he didn't argue with them that either Abraham or not. No, he just told them. He said, I'm speaking what I've seen with my father. You, you are speaking the one. He knew what he was talking about. Keep on reading. That's what I'm saying to Abraham is our father. Jesus said unto him, If you are Abraham's children, you will do the works of Abraham. Did you see that? <laughs> it means they were not Abraham's children. They were manifesting on the nature of who their father was. That's why he said they are from father the devil. <laughs> Hallelujah. Read verse 51. Truly, truly, I say unto you, if anyone keep my word, he will never see death. Huh? Did you see that? Jesus said, if you keep my word, you will never see death. Oh, come on now. (laughs) So, death is not for the one that keeps his word, for the one that keeps the word. But do you know you are born of the word? <laughs> we are not just keeping the word, you are born of the word. If the one that tries to keep it will not see death, what about the one that is born of it? Between death, death will never know your house address. <laughs> if only you if only you know the scriptures. <laughs> there are certain things you will not be able to accept. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What verse did you just read? Continue reading. Then said the Jews unto him, Now we know that thou hast a devil. Abraham is dead, and the prophet. And thou sayest, If a man keep my saying, we shall never taste of death. And thou greater than our father Abraham, which is dead, and the prophets are dead. Who makest thou thyself? Jesus answered, If I honor myself, my honor is nothing. I like that statement. No, some, of, some of you, when you communicate your knowledge in the scripture to people and you tell them this, they said, shut up, who do you think you are? All the pastors die, you see, we will not die. That's what they were telling Jesus said. Who make it thyself? Keep on, keep on reading. And Jesus answered, if I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It's my father that honoreth me, of whom ye say that he is your God. Okay. Yet ye have not known him, but I know him. And if I should say, I know him not. I shall be a liar, I shall tell you, but I know him and keep his saying. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. He saw it and was glad. Abraham rejoiced to see the days of Jesus. Why? Abraham was a prophet. God told Abraham about Jesus. So Abraham knew that the seed that God was talking about was Jesus. It was captured in Hebrews chapter 11. Keep on reading. Then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not yet fifty years old, and hast seen Abraham. Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. Yes, indeed, was the big one to turn him around. Hallelujah. Abraham saw his days and rejoiced. Abraham, you know Jesus is a church. Hallelujah. Abraham saw the days of the church and rejoiced. Why? The days of the church is more glorious than his days. And he rejoiced. That's what Jesus meant then. Oh God. So Abraham saw my days and rejoiced. Jesus did not say I'm from Abraham. He just came and called himself the son of man, not the son of Joseph. Now that prophet I will show you is Moses. The Lord came by Moses. God gave the law to Moses and the hand of a mediator to the children of Israel. Now the Bible did not say the Bible is God gave the law to Moses to keep. Moses was the prophet. Who consecrated Aaron, the priest? It was Moses. It means Aaron that is the high priest. Moses was higher than him. Because it was Moses that consecrated him. Aaron was his mouthpiece. 
Alléluia. Et souvent, moi qui dis, Dieu s'adresse à quelqu'un qui se veut très fort. Moses spoke about Jesus. Go to John chapter 6, verse 14. Then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, This is of a truth that prophet that is coming into the world. Hallelujah. When they saw that Jesus Christ did miracles, no miracle bread, the people of that city, they said, Of a truth, this is that prophet that should come. The question is, which prophet, what prophet, who prophesied, who gave that prophecy? This is what you want to know now. Yes, yes called Moses. Go to the Romans chapter 18, verse 15. Romans mm-hmm. 18, 15. You know, I'll wait. Just good. I want you to see the scripture for yourself. Write it down. 18, 15. Yeah. Everybody, are you there? Yes, if you're there, say, I'm there. I'm there. Oh, and wait for some of you. <laughs> are you there now? Yes, Please read to me. The Lord thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, okay. thy brethren, like unto me, okay. unto me, ye shall pray. Now, first of all, Moses said, The Lord thy God will raise a prophet unto you, like unto me. So it means he is a prophet. And unto him shall ye hearken, shall ye listen to. You will listen to that prophet. Keep on reading. According to all that thou desirest of the Lord thy God in glory in the day of the assembly, say, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see his great fire anymore, that I die not. And the Lord said unto me, They have all spoken that which he has spoken. I will raise them with the prophet from among their brethren, my God to thee, and will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. Did you see that? Now, if you read, Second Samuel chapter 7. David, when prophet, God was talking to David. But when the prophet was talking to David there, he made mention of certain things like this too. Hallelujah. So Moses here was talking about Jesus. That is why those guys, like the Berean Christians, that gave their life to Christ and they went to study. These guys then in John chapter 6, verse 15, 14 rather, they were not. Uh, ignorant men. They are well equipped with knowledge. So when they saw Jesus, they knew that he was the guy that Moses prophesied. They knew. And so Moses was a prophet. Did you see that? Don't forget that Jesus said he came to fulfill, that he has fulfilled. Eventually, no, I've showed you in the book of Psalms, Psalms 22, Psalm 88, Isaiah 57, I've showed you in the scripture how they spoke about Jesus. Ezekiel even spoke about our days. You know, Ezekiel said he would put the spirit in us and the spirit would cause us to do the work. He said the spirit would cause us to obey. I said in the New Testament, we don't obey God's word. We don't obey, we do. Why is it do? Because it's our life. You get it? The word of God is your life. You don't need to be told to obey. No, you just do it. As you see it, he said, love is your nature. So, oh, you just start loving. You don't need to be uh, taught how to love. Okay, this is how you do it. This is no, it is your nature. Hallelujah. He said, he has been fulfilled. All the prophets. I just wanted to show you just these two prophets because I know some of you don't know them as prophets. You only do the rest of them because you will see those scriptures. It was Psalm 138, verse 2, that told us that God has magnified his word more than his names. What word? Who? He was talking about Jesus. Because the John chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning was the word. The world was with God. The world was also with that God. Jesus. God who has sovereign times and that was one has spoken to our fathers. And in this last day, spoken to us by his son, Jesus, whom he had appointed heir of all things. Verse 3 says in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3 says, He is the brightness 
of the glory of God. He is the very image, description of God. Jesus is the very description of God. If you want to know God, he said, Jesus is the very description. Who is Jesus? The soul talks about the church. You. We became the brightness of him. We became his description. So we want to know how God talks and functions. He has to look at the church. The Jews, they were bragging about Abraham. They didn't know that it's not about Abraham. Everything has changed. And that is why Abraham has to be reconciled to God. By who? In Jesus. Colossians chapter 1, verse 20. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. All of them, things in heaven, all of them were reconciled. Even David were reconciled to him. You know, the life of David point, was pointing to us when he said, I'm giving the short message of David. And in the book of Romans, Romans told us that, uh, Romans 9 20, right? He said, We are the vessel of his mercy. We became the vessel of his mercy. It means we are his mercy. See, but the Bible says, Come boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy. Where is the throne of grace? In you. Where do you collect it from? In you. That you may find in time in times of need. You collect it and use it. He's dead. So the Holy Ghost is dead. Hallelujah. All have been fulfilled in Christ. <laughs> All have been fulfilled in Christ. The glory of the old is done in it. Second Corinthians chapter three, verse fourteen. For the mind of blinded, until this day, remained the same veil on taking away the reading of the Old Testament, which veil is done away in Christ. But their minds were blinded, for until this day, remained the same veil on taking away in the reading of the Old Testament. In the reading of the Old Testament, the veil is on is still there. It means when somebody tries to leave the wood, remember I said the law is not just the wood. I gave you what the code is. So when somebody read the code, the Lord shall fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. Then you start praying, Lord, you said you will fight for me, then I will hold my peace. Oh God, fight for me. This is your word. You promise me. All of these are not prayers. God knows fully well that you are matured. Even when you read in your scripture, it said, the spirit of the Lord, when the enemy shall come like a flood. He said, the Spirit of the Lord will lift us standard against them. You start praying, Lord, lift us standard against them. He didn't tell you to pray before it will happen. Did he tell you like that? He said on your own, when they come, he knows what to do. <laughs> Hallelujah. No weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. He didn't tell you that you should pray against it first. It is already dead that it will not prosper. You see why I talked about sanctification of food. Whether I sanctify the food by the blood of Jesus, all of them, the name of Jesus. He didn't take the blood of Jesus. He said, being sanctified by prayer and thanksgiving. When you collect, by the word of God, and then he says, Father, thank you for this food. And the food is not ours. Christianity is not ours. <laughs> if you have it, you will know it's not ours. All the who? Christ. 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 Christ.
verse 18, he said, We behold. What are we beholding? We are beholding the truth, the word of God. I said the word that was given to them in the Old Testament is not the same like us. He said, God dealt with Abraham with faith. God is dealing with us with faith. Listen, listen. In the days of Abraham, Abraham has to believe God. God says this word. Abraham has to be believing God for it to happen. If he says this one, he has to believe, start believing God for it to happen. But see, listen, in Matthew, Mark, John, all of that, Jesus Christ said, How is it that you have no faith? Or you have little faith? He said those words. Because why? They were not in the kingdom yet. They were not in the kingdom of God yet. The kingdom of God is different from the kingdom of heaven. I've taught you that. They were not in the kingdom yet. So possibly, many of them will not have faith or have little faith. But in Romans chapter 12, verse 3, he said, God has dealt with every man according to the measure of faith. There is already faith to you. So you won't say, my faith is small. Your faith can't be small. There is something like has more faith than big faith in Christ. That's why I'm telling you, God is dealing with us in a more glorious way. That is why the subject of faith, Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1, was called uh, elementary principle. He said, faith towards God. Apostle Paul said in Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 to 21, he said, I have been crucified with Christ. Yet I live, but not I, but Christ that lives in me. He said, I live by the faith of the Son of God. What faith? The faith that came to him when he became born again. He lived like that. And so when you study God's word and you hear God's word about prosperity, you don't start saying, I am faithing this to happen. No! It is your nature. It's going to happen. Because in Christ, it has been fulfilled. So for instance, I say, okay, we are giving this or that. If you give, give this, that. You are giving, you are expecting that, okay, there shall be showers of blessing. <laughs> From here. <laughs> no, let be the Lord God of our Father who has blessed us. To be blessed already. But those are the things you need to do to bring it into manifestation. From where? From you. That's why it's so important that we do it. Because it collects the things that be not as though they were. When he said he called the things that be not as though they were, it does not mean that they are not existing in him. It means he's bringing them to reality. It's one of the reasons why we confess because we will pray. We will pray in the right way. He said, you know, the Bible says in the Old Testament, how we give them a treasury sharp teeth. You don't wake up and say, Father, give me. Father, no. You wake up and you confess the word. That's why it's so important to speak it to Because if you don't know, if you don't speak it to you don't know how to pray. You'll be moving. You, you, you speak the word. And some of you, you speak the word. You are speaking the word, but what your mind is saying is different. After even the way your mind goes at, at, with your mouth, ten minutes later or five minutes later, you start complaining. Now what's it? Can I show you something in the Bible? Yes, sir. This might be some of the reasons why many of you have not got not seen the manifestation of what you have been confessing since Mark chapter eleven verse fifteen. Mark eleven fifteen. Are you there? Please read. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he shall come to pass, he shall have whatever he says. How is he going to have it? I shall not doubt in his heart. Guys, chapter 11, verse 20. Read 24. Therefore, Therefore I say unto you, all things whatsoever you desire, I mean, if you are following that, I have this. In the name of Jesus, you talk in tongues. 
Father, I call it into manifestation. Men are moved for my sake. It comes in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father. How many of you go with that mindset? That's really what you pray for, you have it now. It is now yours. Because if you think like that, if you pray like that and you go with the scripture, you will talk like the person that already has what you prayed for. And you walk like that and act like that. That is when the Bible says, if you do that, then you will have it. Is it there in your Bible? Yes, Some of you have to pray. Some of you will still sit for it. You go home and start crying. <laughs> <laughs> Even in your prayer. God said, don't talk like that. What do you say? No, don't talk like that. Why? You are living outside of the truth already. But the fact that the man in Christ does not have need. If you like, like it or not, the man in Christ does not have need. You see, I babe, when, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. When I became a man, I put away child distance. So I just told you how you get it. I said, you, you confess it. Then I said, okay, the prayer, and the, your giving, and uh, some of the actions the Spirit of God need you to take. Then you see the manifestation. Hallelujah. When you pray, you confess, or you give for a certain reason. You believe that you have it. You thank the Lord for it. Why is their story written there? King James says to admonish us. You need to read about Abraham. Abraham has to be giving glory to God. He was not looking at his body. To him, he introduced himself as the father of many nations. And then he was barren. He was a father of nations. Where are your children? He says, I'm a father of nations. Your judgment is your judgment. My judgment is my judgment. <laughs> He feels himself that way because as far as your eye can see, what eye? Your optical eyes. The eyes of your mind will show. Like if I said, name two rich persons, richest person on earth for me. Do you know any? Hmm? Name, name anyone. Elamor, Sawu. That good thing. Why didn't you name yourself? Because you've not seen yourself as a rich servant. That's what you mind. You see it now. So when you say, Father, I am rich. I am born in Christ. God is looking at your mind. Your mind is saying, Your mind is saying, I'm as poor and structural as even richer than you. God says, it's not walk that way. See it. Of course, just as you walk like that. You see, when prophecy comes to you, Reverend said you have your part to play. Of course, that is your action. But as you are taking your action, you are walking like what the word has said because it is the word of God that makes you. You walk like that. When Jesus came, was he walking like one of those Pharisees? No. His perspective was different. He was walking. Very okay. <laughs> you can't talk him out of what he knows. Praise the Lord. They will fulfill. Yeah. Christ. I know I just showed you just now. Some of you know why some of you have been praying for one thing. Some of you will be consistent today. I said in the days of Abraham, they have to be believing, 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 believing. I want to believe once. Listen, do you know how you got everything? You don't know. How you got everything it was when you said yes to Jesus. You, he brought you into an inheritance called the Godhead. You are not in the Godhead. God the Father, Son, and the Spirit, you are in the Son. Then, what belongs to you belongs to you. You cannot see yourself that way, talking that way, walking that way. Not responding to situations. Jesus never responded to situations the way they should come. He brought his perspective. Because they must even came to meet him to discuss something else. Jesus came, said his own. And his own was the best. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Galatians. Let's go back to Galatians. 
Galatians 3 verse 24. Wherefore, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us unto Christ, that we might be justified by faith. Yes. But after that faith is come, we are no longer under a schoolmaster. Did you see that after faith is come? come. Now, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to what? To Christ. To Christ. Now, he said, after faith is come. Because, listen, the faith of the Christian is not like the faith of Abraham. It's not like that. If I said, in the name of Jesus, turn red, I'm not trying to think or believe in, believe in if you turn red or not. If I said turn red, it turns red. If you like the skin white, the me is red, I'll say that I'm saying. Hallelujah. you became the child of God. By faith in Christ Jesus. You are in where? Up to now, yes, sir. Is Christ seated in every place? Yes, sir. Are you seated there? Yes, sir. Far above principalities and powers. Power. Why are you afraid of them? Because even them, they know that you are far. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> hey, you, you are working. You work. Keep on reading. For as many of you have as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. What are you wearing? Christ. Where are you baptized into? Christ. Are you seeing that everything is Christ? Everything just has to be Christ. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. This is the prescriptive one. Keep on reading. There's <laughs> And you are of God. He said, Oh, little children, fear not, yeah, of God. <laughs> See, you have overcome the world. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Yeah. And you have overcome the world. Yes. Are you hearing me, somebody? Yes, sir. You see the all that we've done away with. You see, when you read the old, you start using the old, want to use the old to pray. God said, No, 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 my son, I'm not there. <laughs> I said, minister the spirit. I said the spirit represents the new life. We don't want to minister the good. No wonder you don't receive manifestation. <laughs> Follow me, I minister the new. Say the new. The new. How did the new came into being? He came into being when Jesus died and resurrected. He has consecrated a new way for us. The Bible said, brethren, having that boldness to enter into the holy place. Nothing like, I enter to the holies of holy. No, we are there. We were born into it. But when we were born again, we open our eyes in the holies of holies. We open our eyes in the Godhead. We are not trying to ascend into it. No, we are not trying to travel and travel. You know, there are certain Christians, certain brethren, they are always traveling and traveling. It's not the way they will get to their destination. But we, we are there already. We are enjoying it. We are there. Come on, you are there. Oh Lord, give us your presence. Give us your presence. Can't you understand that you are my presence? Baptize me with your glory. Can't you understand that you are the glory? 
For the fact that there is an atmosphere does not mean this is true. That is why the presence of God is not by feeling. It's not even the goosebumps. But most times they happen because of the, 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 the response of your body. In those days, don't go to a meeting and they are worshiping and we are not feeling anything. We say, God is not here. We didn't know that God is there. <laughs> because we are not mature as a day. Brethren, we've entered that place with goodness. The Bible says, Paul put it like, we are not trying to beg into it. Please, Lord, show me mercy to enter. Show me mercy. Lord, please show me. Are you not understand that He has showed you mercy? That is the best way. The Bible said he has begat us to be a kind of first fruit to him. His first fruit. As Jesus is the first fruit, so are we. I don't want to read that picture. Yes, yes, later. <laughs> you need it, right? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 10. <laughs> Oh boy, I love the word of God. He said, It's medicine to me. So frappina hashata. Are you there? Yes, sir. Oh. Read for verse 14. For by one offering he has perfected forever them that are satisfied. Did you see that perfected him? Yes, sir. Hey, who are they that are satisfied? Me. Call your name. Say, I am satisfied. I am satisfied. Okay, keep on reading. After that he has said before. This, this is the covenant that I have made with them after those days. Yes, Lord, I close my Lord with your heart and in your mind will never remain. Somebody said, You know what I did? God. He said, He will not do what? Remember. I told you the guy that is born again does not have past. Why are you talking about what you think is past? It only is existing just in your mind. That's why you have to renew your mind. The guy born again does not have past. Listen, listen to me. Even though if you make a mistake just now and you receive forgiveness, God eradicates that mistake. If you want to talk about it again, God says, what are you talking about? Because he does not know again. As far as God is concerned, God does not know anything concerning that you mistake again. Are you getting what I'm telling you? Yes, sir. Don't allow the devil to hold you down. Don't. Dogs, the devil is the accuser of the brethren, it's not God. God is wonderful. Keep on reading. Now, where remission of these is, there is no more offering for sin. As if the brethren are boldness. That's it. I'm there for that what? Boldness. Boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. And if you just enter into the holy, no, into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. When he died on the cross, the blood was. Didn't you read that you are bought with the price? Yes, sir. It was the blood he used to purchase us, qualified us by himself, and brought us into the holiest. Where is the holiest? The holiest is he, God, himself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ah, he said, by a new and living way, which he has consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh, dying on the cross. A new living way, not like the way Aaron, Aaron and his priests used to enter. This one is a new one. So we are there now. Say I'm there. I'm there. Say I'm there. I'm there. And having an high priest over the house of God, who is our high priest? Jesus. Let us draw here with a true heart, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. Did he say he's going to sprinkle it again? Only we are doing blood, blood speaking. No, he has done it already. And he has washed our body with pure water. What is the water? The word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. I am that seed that he talks about. That, 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 that he said, uh, 
through me shall the families of the earth be blessed. When he was saying that, they had my care in mind. Oh, 